The following program is presented by At Martin Media. The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to.
Hello, I'm Homeboy Shivani, and now the PWC, the Pro Wrestling Coalition, is on the air for the most exciting two hours of professional wrestling podcasting in the world. We're going to put butts in seats and ears to the streets. And now, here are your hosts, Jimmy T and Christopher Ams. Welcome to the PWC Presents, a PWC Network Extra. Uh, that's the show where we basically just talk about whatever the fuck's going on in wrestling and uh, in our lives and just sort of chat. Um, it is an extra show uh, with me, Christopher Ambs. It's A-M-B-S, like Lambs with Noel, or Bullshit First Thing in the Morning. I am on here with my trusted co-host, um, the absolute fucking workhorse of the PWC, um, all the way from the People's Republic of Australia, uh, Jimmy T. Jimmy, um, I watched a video the other day of a woman getting harassed in the uh, temporary housing facilities that you have there set up. Yeah, right. I mean, Australia, bro. I mean, apparently our leader, Dan Andrews, right, supposedly, has been found guilty of treason, from what I'm hearing, but I, I think that's bullshit. But he is due to front court, but this shit's not really getting spoken about in the mainstream, you know what I mean? This dude needs to go. But you know what's worse, Chris? What's worse, Jimmy? The fact that you have to pay 400 bucks to get back into Canada for freaking COVID tests. Oh my God, don't even get me started. Listen, okay, so here's the deal, right? I was in Mexico and in order to get back into Canada, I have to have a molecular COVID test done in Mexico. So I happen to know a girl there who's a nurse and I called her up and I was like, hey, like me and my kids need to get this molecular test done. Can you do it? And she was like, sure, but I can't like, but like I can't do anything about the price because I have to take it to the lab. So I was like, all right. So it's 400 bucks for me and my two girls to get these stupid molecular test. We get it back in like six hours or whatever. It says negative, right? Because we don't have fucking COVID. Right. So then we come into Canada because the only reason we did that is because you have to have it in order to come back to Canada. So I went and got that done. And then literally the next day, I drove from Merida to Cancun and got on a fucking airplane and flew to Calgary because I had to get a connector to Winnipeg. So. So when I land in Calgary, they're like, oh, yeah, we need you to do a COVID test now that you're in Calgary, in Canada. And I was like, wait a minute, didn't I just get, like, what was the point of the $400 that I just spent in Mexico? 
on this molecular test and they're like well you were just on a plane and i was like yeah but everybody else had to get the molecular test done what the fuck are you talking about so anyway i'm going through this and i'm like i have to hold my kids still while they're fucking you know <laughs> swabbing their fucking noses and shit and i'm like this is fucking retarded and then as i'm leaving i'm like they're like okay have a nice day and i'm like probably not gonna happen now because like my government is ridiculous and then as i'm leaving they hand me these two boxes and i'm like what's this for and they're like well within 72 hours you have to do an at-home test like what the fuck are you talking about whoa 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 whoa. (laughs) so you're telling me not only did you have one test then you had two tests and now you have to have another one yeah. Uh, Trudeau, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, go fuck yourself, Trudeau. Um, honestly, I would say fuck you and your dad, but I'm not actually sure, sure who your dad is. I have a sneaking <laughs> suspicion that it's actually Phil Castro, but... Oh. That's... <laughs> yeah. Well, boy, am I glad to hear your voice again, dude. I mean... I mean, it's like I missed you, dude. I know you were you're on assignment in um, in Mexico, and apparently you were looking for the great El Generico. And where was he hiding? I heard he was in a wheelchair the last time he was spotted. But I don't know if that's yeah. Good. I don't. I don't know. I mean, you know, back you know back when I was then. I mean, back when he was wrestling, um, you know, he was uh, he was a pretty popular guy there in ROH for a while. He had a very famous feud of course with uh kevin steen kevin owens um he uh you know he said that he had gone and he was uh basically working at the orphanages in tijuana um but uh, you know i wasn't in tijuana so i was asking people donde esta el luchador con uh rouge beardo and um you know most of them were just telling me things about kayaking to boca raton or some something like that I believe the, the exact quote is Kayate Suwoka, um, which I think means that he kayaked to Boca Raton. And <laughs> I don't believe that. So I think that they were just lying to me. And um, yeah, I wasn't able to actually find El Generico, unfortunately. Oh, that's not cool. So let me get this straight, just so I know if I'm brushed up on my Espanol, right? <laughs> did you say, did you say, uh, have you seen a wrestler, a masked wrestler with a red beard? Yes. Ah, there we go. Yeah, that was the question. Yeah, <laughs> that, was, that was good. That was good. Do you know what they were saying back to me? I was having trouble with it. Kaya de Suwoka. <laughs> what, you? <laughs> Pretty sure it means shut your mouth. But oh, anyway, we're really? moving Kayate, on. Kayate, Kayate, um, that's from one shut. Mexican. I mean, shut your mouth. Yeah. All right. Well, from one Mexican wrestler to another Mexican wrestler with some good news here. Um, this is breaking in the last hour here, according really? to the Hamin Media Discussion Group and William Alcia. Yes. Um, Alberto Del Rio. Uh. Shout outs to Will. Um, the sexual assault and aggravated kidnapping case against Alberto El Patron was dismissed today after a witness did not appear, according to court records. Um, Bexar County, Texas, court records indicate that after being arraigned today, a hearing and trial were held and the case was dismissed due to missing witnesses. 
Um, really? Yeah. Mutinesses. <laughs> That's uh, wow. He's the El Patron, all right. Yeah, that's how <laughs> a lot saying. of El Patrons get uh, <laughs> get off of their court cases. Damn, dude, that's <laughs> fucking crazy, man. It, are we implying possibly that he had something to do with the witnesses going missing? I mean, I'm not doing any such thing, but <laughs> if someone else whose family is not currently in Mexico wants to make that assumption, <laughs> they're free to do that. <laughs> Shit, man, that's bad, dude. I mean, fuck. I've heard stories between El Patron, Alberto Del Rio, and uh, and Sin Cara, formerly known as uh, uh, what's his name in Mexico again? I fucking forgot. Doesn't matter. But apparently, the original Sin Cara, Mystico. That's it, Mystico. The original Sin Cara was like a cartelli sort of member. You know what I'm saying? Apparently, he's got Glocks on him. He pulled out a Glock on friggin' El Patron in the back. Apparently in WB this also happened, and maybe just maybe we got fucking mafia wars going on between El Patron and Sin Cara. Shit's crazy, bro. I would not. Uh, I would not uh, put it past people. I guess that's. I guess that's our our niches, uh, Jimmy. We figured it out. You know Japanese wrestling, and uh-huh. I know the names of some Mexican wrestlers. So absolutely, as long uh, as there's no Tope suiciders, bro. Yeah, no more. Well, I, I don't mind a tope suicida, but it should be done. I hate saying this because it's sound, like it sounds ridiculous when I say it. But right. if you're going to do a tope suicida, oh, God, like I don't even want to say it because it sounds so ridiculous. Please but say, it, say it. Say it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Do it like Darby. Uh, yeah, I mean, hey, hey, that's what we didn't touch on, actually, on Uncaged, which you can find at the I mean, Media Crew and ChannelAttitude.com. Um, we didn't actually touch up on that, but. Darby sort of hip and shouldering, well, just throwing his body on one of the FTR members. I think it was Dax. Uh, man, that was a good hip and shoulder, dude. He went flying. <laughs> he went, like, all over the damn place for sure, bro. Yeah, he's uh, he's doing pretty good with that stuff. I'm, I don't know. Like, I know some people, I know some people are really, really loving it. I am not a big fan of that whole program to be honest with you it just seems like why you know yeah, i agree man but wait for the briscoes jay briscoe with that promo absolutely hit it out the park dude dude that promo was awesome that like, was awesome man tell me that shit man he believed what he was saying it's like he made us believe what he was saying and i'm actually looking forward now to a little program hopefully it happens sooner rather than later absolutely dude how's my connection because it sounds like i'm choppy am i choppy no you're not choppy actually you were before a little bit but not bad enough to the point where i'm like chris 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 you know all right all right if it does it again just tell me and i'll try to switch to a different connection here but no problema dude i mean honestly like i said this from the very beginning when we got those all that that huge fucking news with the roh and everything i was like please just give me the briscoes I don't give a fuck about anybody else in ROH. Like, honestly, um, everybody else in that fucking roster, I, they're fine. I'm not super excited. Even Jay Lethal, like, I know he's a great wrestler, and I'm excited for him now that he's in AEW. But the only group that I was like, please, 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 please put on national television was the Briscoes. And so watching that, 
that fucking promo video that they did, it was just like, oh, this is mwah, this is beautiful professional <laughs> wrestling. Anybody who hasn't had a chance to go see it, I mean, go watch that video. Go and watch it. And unfortunately, it's not on YouTube, it seems, but it's on Twitter. So look out for it. Look for it. It's been out for a couple of weeks now. But Mark Busco in the background, just in the game, yeah, yeah. I can't even do his accent, but like, you know, you, you ain't gonna buy us our shit. You know what I mean? Like just chilling in the background, like just, <laughs> just Adley being pretty much man it was fucking gold too, man. He just Jay just freaking out, like yelling at the top of his lungs, man, man. Fuck these people, man. We're gonna yeah. kill these motherfuckers. And fucking Mark's just like, yeah, we're gonna kill them. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. man. Jay is a hey, fucking fuck you guys. <laughs> They're both great, dude. But Jay Absolutely. Briscoe is money. I mean, Absolutely. his his singles run in in ROH two was like, man, that that got underplayed. Like people, uh, like I wish that the Briscoes would have had at least half of their career somewhere other than ROH. And I don't mean that as a disrespect to all to ROH, but it's just. No. It's so small time in comparison. I wish AEW was around. And yeah, well, at least they're going to, I hope that they get at least like another decade in AEW because they are just money, both of those guys. Yeah, no, I agree 100%, man. But Jay, when he had that title run in Ring of Honor, he was fire then too. And man, look, and you're right. They did deserve a frigging main, like a mainstream run. Look, that was too hardcore for WWE. That would have no, been great. No, they never would have made it. Yeah. Right. That would have been great in the Attitude Era, though. No doubt about it. But, you know, they went around. They were just starting out during that time. And uh, mm. I th- uh, hopefully, AEW, if, you know, if all reports are true, they have signed with AEW, then, man, now that's a big fucking like, acquisition to get, to get the both of them, dude. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's, I, that's all I'm hoping for. I really just want to see them in FTR just put on, like, the next four match of the years um, because God, those guys are going to have some great chemistry. You just, sometimes you just know, right? Like watching two wrestlers or two teams, you just know they're going to have good chemistry. You just right. know that the Briscoes and FTR are going to put on fucking hellacious matches. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. 100% man. And I'm looking forward to that. Right on, right on. Well, um, one thing I'm not looking forward to or wasn't looking forward to, but I guess I was kind of pleasantly surprised, was um, two weeks ago on uh, on on Dynamite, uh, Superhuman made his debut <laughs> for AEW. Um, did, you, did you see that, Jimmy? <laughs> I believe I did. Well, I think I did anyway, Chris. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was actually, it was kind of surprising. It was in the main event, and he was taking on uh, uh, El Idolo, <laughs> and uh, had a pretty decent match, you know. It was a, it was, a, it was, a, it was a hardcore match. Uh, I expected Al Idolo to really sort of take over. I mean, you know, Stubierman's not a, not a, you know, huge household name. Um, but right at the end there, you know, he was up on the on the turnbuckles, and uh, some random black lady came in from the crowd. And I don't mean black. That's not a racist thing to say, by well, the way, to well. point out the fact that she's that she's black. Um, <laughs> she just happens to be black. Uh, came in from the audience. She set a table on fire. And then you could very clearly hear him uh, from the top say, this is from uh, Juggalos and Juggalettes. I hope you like it. Whoop, whoop. Fuck this shit. And, and then boom. he took a, 
and then he took a backdrop uh, through the fiery table um, that he had set up to actually put El Idolo through. But I mean, he's not a professional. What do you expect him to actually put his opponent through the fiery table? No, of course <sighs> he's going to take his own backdrop. Um, <laughs> You're anyway. <really> wrong. <laughs> Anyway, oh shit! You know what? I've just been. Uh, you know what? As I'm looking here, maybe that was actually Cody Rhodes. That wasn't. Never mind. That, that was wasn't it? Superhuman. That was Cody Rhodes. No, I thought it was Superhuman, dude. Yeah. No way. So I mean, I. Cody Rhodes doesn't just fucking get his wife to light up tables, and then instead of putting his opponent through the fiery table, he puts himself through it and actually burns himself to a crisp. Cody Rhodes isn't an idiot Mark who would do things oh. just to get attention oh, no. and hurt himself no, in a professional wrestling match. Absolutely no. not, Chris. You're speaking cray-cray. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, fuck Cody Rhodes and fuck that segment. That was ridiculous. <laughs> um, yeah. Hi, Cody. No bueno. <laughs> hi, Cody. Uh, hi, Cody. Speaking of hi, Jeff Hardy was rude. <laughs> oh, shit. That was a great segue, Chris. Jeff Hardy was released. He was pretty high, it seems. But you know what, Chris? I'm going to say something here, dude. Did you see the footage of him touching the sky because he was so high, apparently? Um, yes. I also saw the video of him leaving a match mid-match because he oh. was either high or drunk. Okay, I so... didn't see that one. I didn't see that one. I only saw the one where he was, like, panting with the crowd in the in the crowd. But... Mm-hmm. um. He didn't seem that high other than being high up in the bleachers. But um, (laughs) so you're telling me he left a match midway through a match? Yeah, he was in a tag match, apparently. And uh, he tagged in. I think I read that it was Sheamus. And no, it was Drew McIntyre. He tagged in Drew McIntyre. And then he just walked away. Okay. Um, Yes. And was later released. Well, damn. So and now I know what the intro of the song is going to be, of the show. Well, um, I'm walking away by Craig David. Walking away, it's a good. One. It's a good. One. <laughs> that's like the that. that's the intro, bro. No doubt about it. Or maybe we should be putting it mid segment. I don't know. I'll figure that out when the time comes. But man, something tells me, and uh, I was discussing this with Big Ray on the skirmish while you were on. Um, assignment <laughs> and uh you know ray said that i well this is what he thinks could jeff hardy possibly be working the workers and the management in wb and actually found a way to get out of his contract and move over with his brother in AEW? i mean it wouldn't be out of the question although they've been giving jeff hardy like a decent little legends push push recently in WWE. I mean, decent because I mean, what the hell are you going to do with Jeff Hardy? You can't exactly put a world title on him. Um, but yeah, it's possible. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time, obviously the most famous um, example of that kind of uh, workers working though. The industry would be um, <clears throat> the loose cannon uh, end up getting out of his WCW contract and going to work for WWE. Um, but I don't know. I, I just feel really sorry for Jeff Hardy. That's honestly what I feel. I, um, I hope he's okay is, is about the best thing that I can say about it. I don't blame the WWE for releasing him. Um, 
I don't think that you have an option when you're, when you're in a job where other people's health and safety is in your hands and you're, you know, constantly drinking or high, you're going to get released and you deserve it. Yeah, I agree, man. And let's be honest, man. He's had so many let offs. Like, you know what I mean? He's like, um, what, what's it called? Jimmy Uso, man. Them two are protected species, bro. When it comes mm. to like professional wrestling, like usually they can do no wrong, even when they're doing wrong. Unfortunately, Jeff Hardy has done one too many wrongs. But what what gets me is, uh, did you listen to the Stone Cold um, show on on the Peacock on the cock? With um, <laughs> I, I did not. All right. Well, he goes on to say on there to Stone Cold. They were talking about his drug problems. He's only a week before, mind you, a week before this incident, and uh, he's saying he's happy, like he's glad that he's off all his somers because that's what he was taking. And then next, you know, he does exactly what he said he wasn't gonna do, and he was fucked up. Yep. I. <sighs> Man, it's like, just get your shit together, bro. I like, I I don't, I don't know, man. I I get it, and I know people who have addiction problems, and I don't I don't blame people for their addiction problems because it. I do believe that it's a disease. I I you know I personally feel like it's a it's a form of mental illness, but I mean, still, man. Like, at a certain point, you got to get your shit together, and it's like. You know, I had a guy I worked with when I used to do the road cruise here. Like, um, so here in Canada, it snows all the fucking time throughout the winter. So we have road crews who plow the snow in big fucking snow plows. Right. And I used to do that job and it's kind of a fun job and everything, as long as people are respectful, which they almost never are. And, you know, you have idiots driving semi trucks who generally try to run you off the road when you're trying to fucking plow. But anyway, um, I had a guy that I worked with there who was this awesome fucking guy. And he was this older dude who had actually worked with my dad in the bush when he was younger. And, uh, you know, I had known him most of my life and he was a good dude, like a legitimately good guy, but he would show up drunk. And it's like, Uh... bro, like you're about to go out on the highway as an official representative of the government of the government of Canada to plow the roads and your only fucking job is to basically hug the yellow line. You know, like, you know, the double yellow line. Right, right, you right. have to hug it so that you can make sure that the whole road gets cleared. Right. So your only fucking job is to drive like really fucking well all day. That's your job. And you're coming in drunk out of your fucking mind. It's like, bro, get fucked. Like, <laughs> you're great. Like, I love you but fuck off already and right. like grow up already too man because he's putting other people's life in danger by especially doing that job man that's what i mean dude like i get it i feel sorry for jeff i you know he seems like a really good dude no but at a certain point on a professional level it's like get fucked man like yeah don't don't fucking do that well, you know, TK is going to come to the rescue and offer him fucking contracts. So, I mean, come on. This guy, look, and that's the problem. Maybe Jeff has been babied for way too long in this business, dude, because he's been let off the hook, no pun intended, one too many times, man. I mean, it is what it is. And 
for whatever reason, everybody keeps giving him chances. I get it. It's Jeff Hardy, but, you know, when is is this going to stop? You know, it's been how many years? Well, and it's been how many years with just Jeff Hardy? But, I mean, right. I wonder if there's not a reckoning coming for the professional wrestling industry as a whole. When you look at, I mean, guys like Jake the Snake Roberts and Scott Hall, who, you know, famously couldn't get clean but kept getting booked. Yeah, you know, absolutely. At a certain point, I wonder if we're going to get to a point in the professional wrestling industry where promoters legitimately feel that the health of a performer is more important than whatever money they can milk out of them. And I know anybody who's ever been in the professional wrestling industry is now laughing at that little joke that <laughs> yeah, I just said. Absolutely. But I wonder if it's not somewhere around the corner. I mean, just recently in the NHL, for instance, like, because for the longest time, the NHL has been an old boys club, right? There's Absolutely. no there's no way to fucking get in there and make anything really change, right? right? There's always been problems with the league, and there's nothing you can really fucking do about it because, right? Like, just right, because. Right. That's the way the hockey industry is. But, um, you know, recently, with everything that's happened in Chicago with the Blackhawks, they, they have to and have had to now partner with some people and organizations that they did not want to before in order to promote, you know, this anti-sexual assault type stuff. Right. 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 And this is not something that they wanted to do. They did not want to do this, but they were forced to because of public perception. And I wonder if maybe just maybe um, at least, you know, the big companies might eventually get to that point where they just have to put the health of the performers in front of whatever money they can suck out of them. Yeah. It's, it's sad, man. And see, and it makes you think like all the performers, not just in professional wrestling, but in sports in general, are like slaves to the management, you know what I mean? And to the leagues. I mean, you, you know what I mean? And like you said, shit won't change. You know, it's like you said, especially in the NHL. I mean, shit doesn't really change although it, it has gotten a little bit not as rough like shall we say i mean remember teams used to have like their goon you know what i mean mm -hmm. like who would just clean up shit literally you know fighting wise and unfortunately we don't really have that anymore in the nhl that's that was one of the most exciting parts of of the league in many ways too man you know but um yeah man it is what it is and it's sad dude oh it is the, there was, sorry, sorry, Chris. There was one more thing I wanted to bring up about Jeff Hardy, and it's for whatever reason it just moved right out of my brain again. But um, like I said, man, one too many chances, man. And until fucking someone puts their foot down, he's just gonna keep doing what he's doing. Yeah, absolutely. Somebody, somebody eventually is gonna have to save him from himself because he's definitely not gonna stop doing it just cause. You know, unless he finds Jesus or something. Oh, I don't know. Um, yeah. Can imagine that. <laughs> yeah, that guy too. Uh, Jesus or God. It doesn't matter. Allah. You know, there's lots of ways <laughs> that you can do it. Um, oh, I've, you know, I've, I've run some, some AA programs in the past at like youth right. facilities that I've helped run. And I mean, it doesn't have to be Jesus or God or Allah. You can just, you, you have to believe in a higher power, even if it's like your dog. So <laughs> I don't know, Jeff. Maybe Willow is your higher power. Just maybe, or just is it, get is clean. It, just get clean. You know what I mean? No, but but maybe it's Brother Nero. That uh, now nah, Brother Nero is pretty high as fuck all the time. Actually, don't worry about that. Maybe it is Willow. 
Jesus. All I can think of is like maybe he can go be part of the Hardy family. Yay. Oh, yeah, cool. That's a great idea. Where where have I not seen that before? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> All right. Yeah. I honestly I just want I just want Jeff Hardy to get clean and get healthy and get happy. I like if he goes to AEW, fine, but what are they gonna do with them? I don't know. They've uh, they've already got so many spots open. I mean, the only thing that they would possibly do with Jeff Hardy and AEW to get any kind of excitement going is they would have them versus the Young Bucks in a feud, and I don't want to see that. Oh, look, I'm going to say one thing, and it's probably going to be controversial to even you, Chris, but I remember their feud right before the Hardys went and jumped over back to WWE. That was pretty fucking lit, dude. I'm not going to lie, and... I wouldn't mind a mainstream sort of feud again between the Hardys and the Bucks because they put on some spot fest, bro. I won't say fucking wrestling match. Definitely a spot fest. But it'd be interesting to see another tables, ladders, and chairs match, which that's what they did in Ring yeah. of Honor in AEW. I think it'd be pretty interesting, dude. I wouldn't mind seeing it. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes the car crash is fun to watch. Oh, I, it, it will be a car crash. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Well, um, just hopefully Jeff can check himself into a facility. Hopefully. Um, and get clean. Anyway, speaking of checking into facilities, <laughs> Chris Jericho hey. uh, was checked into a facility over in Europe. Um, he had to cancel a date with his really? uh, with his band Fozzy. What happened? Uh, we don't know. He said that it was a treatable uh, non-COVID medical condition. So mm. all I could think about was all those commercials you used to see in the 90s <laughs> where that dude with like the white eyebrows and white mustache would be like, I'm Wilford Brimley and I have <laughs> diabetes. Oh, um, no. Oh, because Jericho's fat as fuck. Are you saying he might have diabetes? I'm just saying he's fat as fuck. That's really all I'm saying. Uh, I, I, well, yeah. I mean, but I, I was thinking more maybe could it possibly be a heart condition? It could be. Um, I mean, it could be alcoholism. Like, that's the oh. thing. Like, <laughs> what What the fuck is a, a treatable oh, health issue? It's like... Shit. So yeah. let me get this straight, Chris. We've got Moxley in, in rehab for alcohol we've got yep. jeff hardy flying like a kite and gone from wwe and now you're saying we got chris jericho could be getting treated for alcoholism maybe i mean it could be gonorrhea it Ooh, could, be, could be um could i don't be. know like it could be a heart attack <laughs> you know <laughs> I don't want to laugh. It's not funny, but fucking, it is kind of funny being Canadian and the heart attack. You know what I mean? See what I did there? Mm. But, but yeah, I don't know, dude. That's interesting. Uh, I actually didn't know that. So I'm glad you, you uh, pointed that out. And, uh, well, get well soon, Chris, and get off the fucking bubble. Yeah. Stop that and <laughs> maybe go for a run. I don't know. Uh... And no more lion salts, please. Not at this weight. Yeah, I mean, just like if you're gonna do it, I don't know. Don't. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Just don't. Oh man, that's brutal. A brutal. Um, brutal. Yeah. Let's see. I'm 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 searching through here. I don't see anything else that's really sticking out to me as far as like wrestling news. 
Jimmy, did you have anything else that you wanted to talk about? Well, I thought I knew the news. Clearly, I didn't. So I don't don't think there's really much more to touch on. And uh, I think that was a perfect little rundown. And those those news, those two, I mean, well, two, three little news tidbits actually touched on some interesting uh, little things that's going on. Um, I don't believe there's anything else that's really newsworthy. Oh, other than uh, Kyle O'Reilly is uh, out of contract and expect to see the undisputed elite, should I, shall I say, form in AW in the near future. Yay! And they can feud with the best friends. Yay! And then we can all hold hands together and still be best friends. Yay! Yeah, I just, (laughs) honestly, man, like, I don't, like, I actually like Undisputed Era, and I really like Red Dragon as as a tag team. Absolutely, Um, me too. But do I trust that AEW is going to do anything actually interesting with them? Not at all. Nah. Like, not even a little bit. What are they going to do, baby? Yeah, baby. Um, also, uh, sorry, one last thing here. Bandito uh, tested positive for COVID and is off of the final battle show. So, Not a big loss. I, You said it, but I absolutely <laughs> agree. He's all right. He's good, but not a, not, not a huge loss. And uh, is he struck with Omicron? I have no idea. Uh, but uh, Omicron is yeah, um, that's it. Omicron. <laughs> yeah, I. You know what? There was a, a there was a post that I saw on Facebook a while back where somebody was like, or somebody was like, oh, there was like a there was like a disease called Omicron in a <laughs> in a video game that uh, that oh, Bill Gates created. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, it's just the next fucking letter in the Greek alphabet. Dude. That's right. And that's <laughs> another thing that's pissing me off. I don't know if you've heard of a guy called Clyde Lewis. Have you heard of him before? Yeah, I have, yeah. I love his shows generally, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, even he, he posted on Facebook like a picture of the orthodox, um, like Jesus sort of picture, right? And right. it's got the Alpha and Omega and the Omicron. So it's got Alpha, Omicron. So think of it like this. On the side of Jesus, to his left, it says mm-hmm. Alpha, on top yep. of his head, it says Omicron. To yep. his right, it says Omega. So he's the Alpha yes. Omega. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> I'm not talking about GGP. And for that matter, not even uh, Kenny Omega or Chris Jericho. But uh, they can, like, they, they're coming up with conspiracies. Look, because it's on the Jesus fucking thing. It's, it's you know, it, it's proof that it's... It, it's a sign of the apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, and it's driving me nuts and actually offended me. And I'm like, so what are you trying to get at, right? And you know what I got as a reply? Wake up, dude. Yeah, you're not even woke yet. You don't even have a clue. Like, really, motherfucker? <laughs> like, you know, like, really? Okay, whatever. Like, you know what I mean? No, you just can't read Greek. <laughs> oh. Oh, uh, like- that's right. I mean, shit. I'm, I'm not, I mean, geez. I, I'm not Greek, really, right? I mean, shit. Big Ray is more Greek than me, apparently. Yeah, I mean, you're still more more Greek than Spiro. Whoa. I'm actually fully Greek, Chris. Come on now. No, I'm being born in Australia. I can talk fluent Greek. I am I know, Greek. you're not you're not Puerto Rican at all. Like no. Spiro. No. Not at all. Shout outs to our boy who? I don't know. Some oh. 
I don't know. Yeah. Puerto Rican. It's probably boy. Jose or something. I'm not <laughs> oh, sure. <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's gold. Anyway, they, well, you know, that's two shows now we've bashed him in a row. Oh. Well, <laughs> well, anyway, it is what it is. Fuck around and find out. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, shit, man. Is that it, Chris? Is that, is that, is that all we can touch on? Is, is there anything else? That's about all that I can, that I can think of anything that I can see here. I mean, knowing, knowing our luck, we'll get, we'll finish recording. And then like right after there'll be a bunch oh of posts God. about how like the ultimate warrior is resurrected or some fucking shit. Feel <laughs> like, the power of the ultimate warrior. Yeah. He is. There comes back. a time <laughs> when a man beats his final, when a man's heart beats its final beat. <laughs> oh, no. And that time is coming in like 45 minutes. Good night, everybody. Good night. What the fuck? Pete. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. All right. Uh, yeah. Jimmy, where can the people find you? Well, they can find us right here on the pwcnetwork.podbean.com. And you can follow me at on Twitter at DJ Mass Effects and at the PwC Network. But Chris, more importantly, where can they find you? Or have we found you? Well, you can find me at uh, Sammy Zane. No, sorry, that's uh, <laughs> uh, that's not me. Uh, you can find me. <laughs> you can find me at uh, at Chris Ams One on Twitter. And uh, for the next twenty-eight days, you can't really do anything on Facebook because I've been banned because what? I tried to share. Yes, I tried to share a picture of my two little girls playing on the beach in Mexico. No, dude. One of them was shirtless. Um, <laughs> no. You know, because she's five years old. Oh, no. And uh, no. yeah, I got a thirty-day ban for that. So, wow. fuck you, Zuckerberg. <laughs> oh shit. Fuck you, Zuckerberg. That's that's fucking bullshit, bro. That, I'm sorry, that that is wow. Wait, was it up for at least five minutes? I thought I saw it. I thought I liked the picture. As a matter of fact, I don't. I don't. I think that as soon as I went to share it, it fucking told me like, oh, you're, oh you're in trouble. Wow. And then they're so vague about what the fuck's gonna happen with it. They're like. They're like, if you do it again, you may get banned. So I was like, okay, whatever. And it was like, do you accept or do you, like, dispute it? And I was like, I'll, like, I'll accept. I don't want to fucking have to deal with you assholes, right? And then I hit accept. And then now it's like, yeah, you accepted our decision. You're banned for 30 days. And I was like, what the fuck? That's yeah. fucking crazy, bro. Yeah. Fuck you, Facebook. Fuck you, Meta. Fuck you, all the <laughs> yeah. fucking shit. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck you, Zuckerberg, and Meta, fucking whatever. Fuck, where's Meta World Peace when you need him? Honestly. <laughs> no, that's Have harsh, him come man. into the stage. Have him come, in, have him come, yeah. Give me Meta World Peace, and I'll tell him that Zuckerberg threw the drink at him. That's that's what we'll do. Wow. 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 I think that's the best way to end it, right? So, um, I'm flabbergasted, Chris. Really, I'm flabbergasted. That's fucking ridiculous. That is ridiculous. That's the that's really the newsworthy note of this show. That's for sure. So in saying that, man, I'm Jimmy T. He's Chris Ams. Always wait. Yeah, is it? Or is it Sammy Z? No. Anyway, <laughs> that's Christopher Ams, and you've been listening to the PWC Extra. 
right here on the PwC Network and at markmedia.com. Peace. Hasta fuera. <laughs>